This is Soundmaking, a podcast made by Hogan Stenner and myself, Matthew Shlomovitz. Each episode of Soundmaking features a composer or performer discussing the how and why of music they've created. For this episode of Soundmaking, I spoke with London-based composer Tim Parkinson. We chatted about They've Got a Great View of the Shard, the fourth track on his album, Here Comes a Monster. This album was released on Takuroku, an in-house label Cafe Otto started up during the 2020 lockdown, and we very much recommend that you check out the rest of the Takuroku catalogue. In our chat, Tim discusses how the idea for the track came about, how he recorded the voices, and how he put it all together. My name's Tim Parkinson. I was uh, born in Bedford, uh, which is about 50 miles north of London, uh, but I've been living in London for the last 24 years. And I, um, I, th- I think I do categorise myself as a composer, uh, although I've like been making films recently, especially in the last year, but I still think of that as a as composition. Uh, That was a clip from Here Comes a Monster, which is the title track from an album that I put together in from, well, from 2019 to 2020, and uh, which was released on uh, the uh, Cafe Otto label Takuroku um, in May of 2020. The voices on that track were uh, the GBSR duo of George Barton and Sion Reese. The album features seven tracks, and it's a combination of uh, MIDI sounds and um, uh, field recordings and some uh, live vocals um, and uh, live instruments. And they're all a kind of a yeah a mixture of hybrid songs and instrumentals. I just I made the album at home and it was uh, on my just on my computer. Uh, basically, it's a it's a really DIY uh, album, just of uh, uh, f- uh, friends and uh, whatever I had around me, and um, I call it a desktop album. I just use GarageBand, which just came on the computer, and um, uh, yeah, I just uh, I didn't use I didn't. Uh, yeah, I didn't use any plugins. I didn't go looking for any anything extra. It's a, a way of just putting an album together with with whatever I had at uh, you know in my hands, really. This got a good view of the shard. They've got a good view of the shard. They've got a good view of the shard. Is the a fourth track on the album, and uh, the shard is a extremely tall uh, skyscraper in London, 
and um, the title was just a just a uh, an overheard comment uh, that I heard between two people uh, one day on the tube, and I wrote it down, and I thought nothing of it. I started making it in October of 2019, and it just just began with the rhythm, um, which you hear at the beginning, and which I I then just layered. And, um, but I I have to say, I don't really start with any kind of concept. It just, it's, uh, it's, it's all just response to the material. So I started to record people saying this phrase, uh, they've got a good view of the shard, um, in about December and, uh, just continued to collect the voices. I recorded people using just a, a digital recorder and the first people were friends of mine at um, the uh, London Contemporary Music Festival. I think those were the first voices. So there's John Lely and Juliet Fraser and Luke Nicholl. I just continue to collect people over the next few months, really. Whatever occasion arose, the filter for it was going to be just whoever happened to be in town at the time, you know, whoever was passing through London. And I was looking forward to uh, April and later in the year when like friends were gonna come from America and uh, Europe I didn't really have a plan of how many voices I was gonna get but uh, it's ended up at 45 and uh, a lot of the voices were recorded in Cafe Otto or other social situations most people just responded very willingly to me um, just asking them uh, we were just putting a digital recorder in their face and saying can you just say the phrase They've got a good view of the shard, and uh, I th- most most. I mean, I, I I know everybody on the list, so uh, most people just did it without asking why, <laughs> and uh, which I'm incredibly grateful for. Uh, I remember Steve Beresford actually. I kind of started to just sort of give an excuse about why why I was recording him, and but he just stopped me and he said, "I know exactly what you're doing." I left it up to everybody just to say it in the way that they wanted to. I didn't uh, direct the performance in any way. And what's really nice about it is that there's uh, such a diff- different variety of ways um, of saying that phrase. And so uh, later on, after after lockdown happened and then I couldn't see people in person, uh, the filter of just gathering people that happened to be in town, I had to extend that. And I just, I started to then just obviously email people and ask them, uh, people who were going to come to town, if they would just record that phrase and send it to me. One of the, most people just sent one take, that, which was great for me. That means I didn't have to edit. Um, but, um, or didn't have to edit too much. But uh, Leo Chadburn sent a fantastic collection of about 10 different versions which I I then listened to and they all had a slightly different take on it and a different emotion and a different uh, different emphasis and on different parts of the phrase so um, the, the 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 final line that that I've chosen where he's in in the, that made it to the final track is only one of a multitude of variety uh, that he he gave me. They've got a good view of the shard. 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 I know everybody on the list, um, and they're all, it's all recorded in chronological order. Um, 
uh, apart from uh, Laura Steenberg, at, who, who uh, at the end, she her, her recording has got the sound of um, some birds in the background and it was just such a, a lovely background. And most of the backgrounds in again which against the voices are lost in the in the kind of the sound um of the of the rest of the music so but laura's one i really wanted to hear that at the end so the the whole thing just started with the the a rhythm which um you hear at the beginning and uh i just put it onto um i just notated it into you know into sibelius and then i and then i uh put it straight into garage band as a midi file and it's just a uh a preset um synth sound uh which i think actually i might i think i altered slightly but what i love about it is it's just i mean the thing about midi sounds is it's just the sound of it's just electricity it's it's a sound made up of electricity there's no um you know acoustic phenomenon at all so it's just this pure kind of brilliant white iridescent kind of multicolored sound uh in a total total straight lines um which kind of built this uh structure and then i just i layered the rhythm and uh and then having layered this rhythm this kind of uh, uh basically beat just started to was kind of made evident uh, behind all the syncopation so i just thought i would make that completely uh, underline it completely and just have a beat running through the whole thing it's a record of a period of time. So for me, when I hear the my friends' voices, I can remember exactly where they were and where I was at that time. And it kind of straddles a period where uh, in the back end of 19 was sort of consumed with uh, the UK general election. And then uh, by the time the piece was finished, uh, we were kind of in a lockdown pandemic situation. Um, which wasn't on anybody's minds much back in December. So it's kind of, for me, it's a real piece of, it's like an audio diary of a sort and a piece of time. They've got a good view of the shard. 
could give the shot. We've got a good view of the shard. They've 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 got a good view of the shard. Have a good view of the shard. They've got 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 a good view of the shard. Got a good view of the shard. They've 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 got a good view of the shard.